Hi there. Thanks for tuning in to the GeForce Podcast, a show for car enthusiasts by car enthusiasts. We've covered a lot of motorsport recently on the GeForce Podcast, and quite frankly, it's been a lot of fun getting to spend some extra time researching and learning about all of these cool aspects of racing. And also, I have lots of love for getting to watch these races and getting to excuse it as a necessity. Today, we're going to continue this trend because we have another fun weekend of motorsport ahead of us. Formula One is Baku. With that necessary pun out of the way, let's dive into the Azerbaijan Grand Prix. Before we delve into this street circuit, its history on the F1 circuit, and what to watch for this weekend, let's recap the previous street race results from Monaco. So the Monaco Grand Prix itself actually wasn't that exciting. Sure, Valtteri Bottas' pit stop from hell was real tragic and kept us on the edge of our seats with while the whole team tried and failed to get the wheel nut off. In fact, it took the team a total of 43 hours to finally be able to get the wheel free from the car back at their team headquarters once the car arrived. The race weekend itself, with the practice qualifying sessions as well, was definitely more entertaining. But also entertaining is where we currently sit with the points. Max Verstappen's Monaco win and Lewis Hamilton's 7th place finish means the Dutchman finally took the lead in the Drivers' Championship with 105 points versus Hamilton's 101. Lando Norris's 3rd place finish and Bottas dealing with the Morse fortune means they also swapped places with Norris in 3rd with 56 points and Bottas with 47 points. Closely behind them is Sergio Perez with 44 points. Once you look at the Constructors' Championships, that's when the full extent of how terrible Mercedes' weekend was. To be clear, Mercedes still finished with points, which cannot be said for Williams nor Haas, and Hamilton still scored more points than Alpine and Alfa Romeo each got from their weekend as well. But still, Monaco took Mercedes' lead and gave it to Red Bull, who sit at 149 points to Mercedes' 148. McLaren are in third with 80 points, closely followed by Ferrari with 78 points thanks to Carlos Sainz placing second and giving the Scuderia something to celebrate over the weekend. Fifth place Aston Martin had a strong weekend in Monaco and are currently sitting at 19 points and in 5th place. And that brings us to this weekend's race at Baku. And again, it is another street circuit, just like Monaco. What that means is the track uses public roads to form the circuit, making it relatively tight for a racetrack, but a bit more open than Monaco. The Azerbaijan Grand Prix made its debut on the F1 calendar in the 2016 season in the guise of the European Grand Prix. 
from 2017 onwards, it has used the Azerbaijan Grand Prix name. For every year since, except 2020, the race has been held on the Baku City Circuit. 2020? Yeah, there was no Azerbaijan Grand Prix. At the inaugural race in 2016, Nico Rosberg, driving for Mercedes, took the checkered flag en route to his sole driver's championship. In the three subsequent runnings of the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, the winners were Daniel Ricciardo, Lewis Hamilton, and Valtteri Bottas. So, if history is any indicator of success, Mercedes should have a good recovery over this weekend. Now the track, the Baku City Circuit. At 6 kilometers, or 3.7 miles long, it's one of the longest tracks on the F1 calendar, only beat out by Spa-Francorchamps in Belgium and the Jeddah Street Circuit in Saudi Arabia. It's the second of four street circuits this year. The track features 20 turns and one of the longest straights in Formula 1. Running counterclockwise, the lap starts from in front of the Azadik Square in Baku, followed by turn 1 wrapping around the corner of the government house. Turn 2 opens up onto a 1 km straight, leading to the Palace of Shervanshas. The track then narrows and enters into the Old City for turns 7 through 19, including essentially a large circle-like path. This path starts with a tight turn 7, and a series of S's from 8 to 11. At this point, the cars are running right beside the castle, a signature of this track's architecture. Turn 16 gets the cars pointing back in the direction towards the start-finish line, and turn 17, 18, 19, and 20 are quite fast before opening up to the long straight to the line. During this section, the cars pass even more fascinating architecture as they exit the old city, including the Maiden Tower at turn 18. From here to the first turn, I expect to see a good amount of racing action and hopefully some brilliant overtakes. Speaking of expectations of this race weekend, let's dive in and discuss what else to expect. The current lap record from a race in this track is held by Charles Leclerc back in his first year with Ferrari in 2019. Given the tragic outcome from Monaco, we expect him to be pretty hungry for some big points and results here, and the Scuderia will be pushing to see red on the podium. Then there's McLaren. Danny Rick's Monaco was rather poor, so maybe he can take the papaya orange car back onto the podium, or even replicate his 2017 success potentially. And even Lando Norris should have a solid drive here. Then there's Red Bull. Both Perez and Verstappen looked great at Monaco, but Baku is quite a different animal. They're both strong drivers, and it is widely expected at least one of them will be on the podium. That leaves 
the winners from the last two Azerbaijan Grand Prix, Lewis and Valtteri. Mercedes as a team better show up better prepared and more focused. Monaco was a mess for them. Team principal Toto Wolff seems to be confident his team will do better here. And with both drivers as the last two winners here, they are expected to replicate those results. But for that to happen, Bottas will need to rid himself of the bad luck he suffered throughout this season. His flight to Baku on Thursday was actually delayed by 5 hours, so he had to do his pre-race weekend interviews from the terminal rather than from the track. Hopefully this cleans him of his bad luck rather than being a bad omen for another tough weekend. From us at the GeForce Podcast, we're expecting a Mercedes 1-3 finish, with Lewis taking the win. In second, Verstappen should be able to pull off a solid race and potentially get fastest lap points, which would mean that the Drivers' Championship would sit at a tie after this weekend. In terms of Constructors' Championships, Mercedes should be leaving this weekend back on top. All that being said, Formula 1 and racing in general are wild animals, so anything is possible. Make sure to let us know your race predictions by reaching out to us on Twitter and Instagram at GeForcePodcast. Podcast.